right, welcome to Game Changer Salescast. I'm Dave Villa, and it is Monday, February 13th. And let me tell you something, man. I'm very excited about Chelsea Cross being on the show today. She is a millennial expert. She's really just a business expert that happens to be a millennial, passionate about her generation, therefore called a millennial expert. I think she's an expert in business and in marketing and media and in sales. So we're going to jump right into our monologue and we're going to talk today with Chelsea on a few things. Listen, I know that word millennial gets, it's almost overplayed. Some of you guys want to throw up. You're like millennial, you know, look, I'm not, I'm not trying to like get into the psyche of it. I'm really looking at this from the standpoint and I can't wait to hear what Chelsea says. I want to know what, I want to know how the successful millennials that are in sales today, we have 50 people that work here at IPD for us. I'd say over Probably 60% of them are millennials and they outperform everyone else. They're the beast. I'm talking about you get them motivated, you get them excited. They will run somebody over to get it done, man. I don't know where this whole like entitlement thing comes from unless you're talking about just the, the, the time frame maybe that we live in. And I think that it's a mentality amongst maybe some people that are in certain, just, just certain people. And, you know, they have them in every generation. They had them in my generation, too. But maybe maybe we're just looking at the wrong place. But nonetheless, you want to know how we can engage millennials in sales. Look, if you're running a business and you're a boomer or you're 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 not, you're, you know, you're in a different generation, then you're going, hey, man, I want to hire this age bracket, this this group of people that's 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 outgrowing everyone else. They're now the biggest segment. So if you don't know how to figure them out, then you're going to lose. Let me just say it again. If you don't know how to figure out millennials and how to engage them into your company in sales, then you're going to lose because that's that's who's growing. That's who's living while everyone else is dying. Look, here's the deal, man. I will tell you that if you engage them properly, they will outperform. They will outpassion. They will outhustle. They will outthink everyone else. How do you get in? How do you get in? They see through just bullcrap. Okay. They see, but I think that most good people do. I don't care if you're 85, man. No one wants to be BS'd, right? Come on. Nobody wants, nobody wants somebody who's not transparent, that doesn't give a crap about them. I don't care who it is. That's just what we're dealing with. It's called human beings. So millennials, I think, just are in a position to not deal with it. So let's look at some habits of productive salespeople. Look, if you're millennial, if you're Gen Gen X, if you're if you're baby boomers, if you're freaking, I don't care if you're still living in your World War II, what what is that generation? <laughs> you you know, old, huh? Tim. <laughs> yeah. Tim's our All right, so <laughs> our listeners don't know who Tim is, but that's an inside office joke, but you're brought into it. So listen, let's talk about what salespeople who are successful, let's talk about the habits they create. They, they, listen, they know their product. Look, if you're, if you're dealing with millennials, if you're dealing with any generation, if you're going to sell anybody anything, you got to know the product that you're selling. You got to know your product. You got to know your audience. Also, you got to execute fact-based, not feeling-based when it comes to pipeline management. Look, you see, millennials aren't going to put up with the BS and, and they're, they're going to be real about it. They may call you on the carpet and go, hey, you know what? I don't really have that deal working. Or really, you know what? The deals that you, you, you said that is, is a done deal is not really a done deal. They're going to call you on it. So you know, don't operate in a feeling base, but operate on a fact base scenario. Look, still stick to your ideal buyer persona. You look, you know what? You're you're good at dealing. I don't care what age bracket or demographic bracket you're in. If you are selling somebody something, then you have this this ideal buying buyer persona. Stick 
within your ideal buying persona. Find out who that person is and then repeat it over and over and over again. Look, how do you hire millennials? How do you retain millennials? How do you treat millennials aren't motivated by money? Bullcrap. Now, Chelsea's going to bring up, I'm sure, the fact that they're not. But listen, I have a 19. Are you 20 yet? Be 20 in June. This joker is, I, I said millennials aren't motivated by money. He went, <laughs> I am. Look, what, what, he, what, he, what, what they mean by that is, listen, they're not motivated by money to the point of being dishonest. This whole old school sales, like Wolf of Wall Street, going to rip your head off and crap down your neck kind of philosophy is not going to fly for them. Meaning they have principles. They have integrity. They want to look somebody in the eye and shake their hand and go, listen, hey, listen, I made money on you, but I'm going to help you make money too, right? That's not just a millennial. It's just that millennials, for the most part, won't put up with this dishonesty, man, in order to make a buck. So, They're motivated by money, but they're motivated by integrity and passion. I am of the philosophy that if you do the right thing for the right people enough, if you do it over and over again, then money will find you. Money will knock your butt on the ground. Money will come to you. You won't be able to spend the money that you'll make if you just go about doing the right thing for the right people the right way enough. If you just do it over and over and over again, man, you don't just hustle for the sake of like, hey, man, I got this Rolex or this Bolex over here. And I got, you know, I got this, 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 you know, boach, not coach, croach purse over here, right? I'm going to rip your head off. But if you say, hey, I've got the ability to help you, Mr. Smith, I've got the ability to help you, Mrs. Smith. And you do that over and over and over and over and over again then you will make more money than you can spend. You'll have more customers than you can absolutely count. And you will be doing better than you ever thought you'd be doing. It's called, it's called business, man. It's called winning. And millennials want to do that as much, if not more, than anyone else. We just don't know. Listen, we just don't know that things have changed, that the tables have been turned right? We just don't know that it's a new generation. It's a new business model, man. It's a new day. There's a new sheriff in town. If you're not willing to operate that way, then maybe you should get out of business altogether. That's not room for you anymore. But if you're willing to operate and you've got a passion and a culture and you believe that people absolutely want to be happy and can be happy and you want to you want you want to not just pat them on the back and throw them a bone but you want to absolutely help them get their dreams accomplished and see them accomplish their family's dreams and you want to see you care about what they care about come on i'm preaching right now this is not just a rant this is a, this is a rant <laughs> this is a rant Are you guys getting this, man? This isn't just me talking some mumbo jumbo. I'm talking about what I do and what we do here. And I'm not all that smart, right? Listen, I just failed that much. I'm not all that bright. I just jacked up that much, had that many people leave to see that I don't want to fail no more. (laughs) I just want to do it right, man. And I got a big vision and my big vision takes a lot of people. And if I want to carry it into the 2020s and into the 2030s, I want to pass it down to my kids and my kids' uh, spouses and, and the grandkids. And, you know, I didn't just work my tail off, you know, as many as 80 hours a week growing up, man, just to lose it all, right? I want to leave a legacy Then I've got to realize that millennials are here. And it's not just millennials. It's the ones coming behind them. Get ready. We're going to show you how to do this thing. Chelsea Cross is coming on in 60 seconds. You don't want to miss it. She is the millennial expert. Buckle your seatbelt. 
All right, guys, uh, we're back. Thank you guys for hanging out and watching Game Changer Salescast. I'm Dave Villa, and I'm excited to interview uh, this next guest. She is, uh, she's really, when it comes to millennial, um, millennials in the workplace, millennials and what they're thinking. And really today, it, this word is such a buzzword, but when it comes to um, understanding really understanding millennials. I don't know anyone better than Chelsea Cross. Chelsea, thank you so much for coming on this morning. Um, I know you're extremely busy, but thank you for hanging out with me for a few minutes. Thank you so much for having me. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. Um, I'm going to jump right to a couple of great questions that uh, when when we advertised having you on, we had some dialogue come in and something that, you know, this is a sales cast. And so I know that you you do mm-hmm. everything and anything millennial and you're discussing this on Monday night. You have a great uh, a great millennial talk show where you guys are on Twitter and have a phenomenal chat. And so I, I can't think of anyone really better to ask these questions regarding millennials and sales. And um you know, mm-hmm. we we have some we have different different age brackets on. We have boomers on, and we have you know different generations and sales gurus and people who are trainers and 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 you know really everyone has their own opinion. But when it comes down to millennials, and um, so many people ask me when, with regards to like our training, how do you train this 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 demographic of people when it comes to sales? They're not motivated by some of the things that, that, that some of the older salespeople are motiv- motivated by. So they struggle and they either avoid hiring, which I know they can't you know, admit, but they do, or they, they mm-hmm. adjust some of their principles. And either way, it doesn't seem genuine. And I'm sure you hear this a lot, but when it comes to bringing millennials into the sales workplace, you know, I think there's some pretty mm-hmm. uh, dynamic millennials. I know some answers that we've seen work for us, but I want to ask you as the expert, when it comes to sales, when it comes to millennials, what's your take on that? You know, it's such a great question. And I do feel that actually this topic in particular has been popping up in my in my world quite often. And I think especially because, you know, millennials are officially a very known generation at this point. A lot of people were just last year alone scratching their head. Who are millennials? Why should I care about millennials? You know? And the reality is that 25% of the United States population um, are are millennials. They're expected to spend $200 billion this year alone. We are a the largest generation on the on the planet. Mm-hmm. And the reality is, is by um, 2025, we'll be about 25% of the workplace. So it's great to start having conversations about millennials and how to retain millennials mm-hmm. and what makes millennials loyal now so that as millennials c- continue to, you know, uh, take over the workplace that much more, we're, we're feeding the millennial mindset. And that might sound like I'm, I'm feeding the entitled uh, stereotype for this generation, but I, I beg to differ. I think that every generation has had its own its own mindset due to the economic circumstances, what was happening in the world at that time, the way our parents raised us. And the reality is that the millennial generation is truly a generation unlike any we've seen thus far. Why? Is because of what, how we've grown up today. We are the first generation to truly have grown up with technology, with internet. Uh, we are the, we will be the last generation to remember what it's like to you know wait for the dial up mm-hmm. AOL dial up uh, that noise will forever be ingrained in my in my brain. Um, 
but also be so native to, you know, uh, learning all the new software tools and social media platforms that just continue to roll out that millennials pick up so natively. So well, how, how, do we, how do we encourage millennials to stay in sales or value working within sales? This is, this is the reality, and this is it's, it's so simple, but it's complex at the same time. Mm-hmm. Millennials crave entrepreneurship. We are a generation that loves to create. We love to think outside the box. We like to feel ownership. We like to feel like we have a stake in the game, right? right. And when it comes to sales, you know, I, I, you can't say that there's much innovation in sales, right? It's kind of like, what's the product? What's the pitch? How are we closing the client? Move on to the next one. Mm-hmm. And I think that whole process mm-hmm. of this kind of regimented formula is what doesn't necessarily speak to that millennial mindset. And I think millennials love to build rapport and build, uh, you know, relationships. And because we are such a, a generation about, you know, that we, we pride ourselves on authenticity and transparency, right. you know, we can't help but sometimes sales, there's, there's sometimes a gray zone, right? Right. And if a millennial really doesn't, if a millennial really doesn't love the product that they're selling, I think that's going to resonate within within the pitch essentially. Me- so I think for all of the people who are in sales that are training their millennials, right? It's how can we how can we relate this product to the millennial mindset so that the millennial truly understands the product that much more, values working for the company. Is there is there something within the company aside from the product that they're selling that, you know, millennials can gravitate to, towards on, on within the value side? Mm-hmm. And and ultimately I think that's going to resonate and shine through within ac- the actual sales pitches. Well, um, let me ask you this the first generation Sure, go well, ahead. Well, let me let me let me ask you this. And so, you know, because I, I love what you're saying. And so for the those who are listening that have businesses as well. And let's just look at the fact that, you know, I, I agree with you. And I think that this is a, a huge demographic for the entrepreneur, the entrepreneurial thinking. And I think that is phenomenal. But let's look at almost mm. in some ways that's that's a, a very big positive. But it could be. If a, a very a, a negative as well, let, let me explain that and see, get your take on this. If, for instance, somebody thinks that, hey, I've got, you know, what it takes to, to create the next whatever, and they maybe don't, <laughs> you know, in, in reality, need right. to set in because not everyone is or can be, you know, a, 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 you know, an entrepreneur. And I, I let me, I, I don't want to get into literally everyone can, but not everyone will. I mean, let's just obviously, but, but for those who need to plug into an organization and, and need to, um, you know, get into a process that is somewhat different than maybe, you know, uh, this, this mindset of, Hey, I want to, I want to, you know, you know, have someone, you know, kickstart or, or I want to get involved in this, in this product, or I have this great idea. How do a, the employers reach out to them and then vice versa? Do they connect with the employers? Let me, let me ask you this with regards to sales. Um, you know, commission versus a non-commission. You know, the the I know mm. money's not the mo- main motivator always with millennials, but not that it is with anyone. But you know, somebody that wants to advance, make more money. You know, mm. um, how do we structure that aspect in sales, or is it really that different? And and are we making more out of it, maybe than it should be than should be made? No, I think that's a great. I think that's a great point, and I think that if you you're thinking already with the millennial mindset. 
mm-hmm. being that millennials want to know that we're, when they're entering into the, the next opportunity, right, mm-hmm. that there is growth potential, that there is something that they could further, you know, that, right, it's not just, oh, there's a plateau and there's nowhere I can really go from here. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, that's the difference between, you know, some corporate structures and others is that they really make it such a uh, a part of their business model, but especially something within HR. But there's there's ste- there's steps that the employee know that they could take to ultimately get to the next level, ultimately get to um, maybe a higher pay grade or more work work life flexibility, whatever it might be. Millennials do, like you said, we're not super driven by money. Mm-hmm. However, we are a generation that's in such debt, the average millennial graduating with over $30,000 worth of student loan debt, and we are, it's a very competitive job market out there. So understanding that mindset when when people are, you know, kind of bashing us about being job hoppers is we have to really pay our bills. We have to, you know, why do we, why do millennials love the sharing economy? Because we can't necessarily afford a car. We can't necessarily right. afford a house. Right. Because of, so... All of this. So this whole, this whole, this whole, this whole, this whole, you know, picture that people paint that they don't care because, you know, uh, they're apathetic or, you know, it's, 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 it's a fallacy. Well, let me ask you this then. And and I agree with that. I have some, so I, I think you and I've had this conversation in the past where out of the 50 people that work here, probably more than half are millennials and they're the hardest working. They're the most innovative. They're the most driven. And so let me ask you this. Doesn't everyone want to really win? I mean, when it comes down to it, I mean, they want to be inspired. You know, we, we want to be, mm-hmm. you know, led. We want to be, you know, encouraged. We want passion, you know, in, in our lives. Yes. I mean, isn't that, isn't that the case with really anyone? Absolutely. You know, and I'll give you a great example. Um, mm-hmm. My brother, this is literally happening in my life right now. My brother is 23 years old, mm-hmm. just moved across the country uh, from Nevada back to Florida and needed to find something, you know, kind of fast thought that was going to, you know, be something to work to the next level. He has a lot of things going on. Anyway, he decided to work for a window company in, her, for, in hurricane windows and sales. 23 years old, his, really his first job in sales. Less than a month in, they called him into his office, criticized him about his closing rate, and threatened to fire him. Mm. Now, they promised him that management would go out into the field with him and kind of had this one-on-one training day. That never happened. They promised him that um, they, he would be able to ride with another sales associate to, you know, for just further experience, learning stuff. That never happened. So you're, you want, it, it, it's like it's not working with him for him to work with them. And I think, you know, when it comes to sales, we can get very blindsided and only focus on the X and O, right? Mm-hmm. But if we don't build a rapport with our employees, if, if my brother feels no value, that he's bringing no value to the company and that they don't value him, and like, where is the loyalty? Where is the desire for, for Dylan to want to work hard or to come to work the next day? Right. You know, they're threatening to fire him, but he's not even a month in. He's getting, he has, has had very little training experience because That's of the company. It. That's it right so there. You, really, just, you just you know, hit it on the head. And it's training. from management. Yeah. It stems from management. You want to know why millennials stay at a company versus, you know, not staying at a company? It, it starts at management and it trickles its way down. It, and it's, the val- it's, it's making your employees feel like they are valued. It's mm. not just the X and O's. 
yeah. and making them feel that, hey, we're here to empower you. So ultimately, you are empowering the company. And sometimes I think that gets lost in translation because, look, the reality is, is we need to make money to keep the business going, right? Mm-hmm. But if we're not training our sales associates and we're not empowering our employees to ultimately feel that they're valued in the workplace, that they're, that they're just, that we want them to succeed, mm-hmm. then that's why, that's why they're bouncing out. That's why they're piecing up to the next job. So it, it's so much about the actual training process and how management is, has that, that it, management's relationship with their employees, especially when it comes to sales. You know, we have a couple more minutes here, but I, I couldn't agree with you more. And, you know, I wrote down the word training. It's, uh, it's, it's staggering. Um, and, and that's really what prompted this discussion um, and me reaching out to you initially about coming on, because this is an epidemic where, you know, it, you mentioned that it's the largest segment of people. <laughs> it's a people group that's, mm-hmm. the, that's, mm-hmm. that's huge. And not only that, it, they're, they're getting older and they're evolving. And then the older right. generation is getting older and dying. So the bottom line is we have to right. transition. And the problem is they exactly. in management and in, in, in ownership. That, that, that doesn't understand this philosophy. And training is a huge, huge, huge issue. Um, before I ask the last question, mm-hmm. just uh, you can give your brother my information. He can come work for me. You know, we're in Florida, and we would love to have him. <laughs> and, uh, but, um, uh, you know what? I think he'd love that, too. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Um, so let me ask you this. I know you're going to be um, in, the, uh, at, in Miami next month. Uh, my friend Grant Cardone, he was on a couple of weeks ago. You're going to be at the 10X Growth Con. And I know you know, yeah. inside what that's all about. I mean, that's, that's, you know, I mean, it's, it's uh, definitely about moving the needle forward. Give us a, just give us a, a little, you know, teaser. What are you going to talk about? You're going to be sitting there talking to people that, uh, that are movers and shakers. Give us a little insight of what you're going to leave with them. If you could in 30 seconds. So, you know what, clearly this, this, this summit and convention in particular are people who are, you know, so hungry to, you know, triple, quadruple, 10x their growth, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so the reality is that there are so many people who are looking to market to millennials, being that we are the largest, you know, cons- we, have the, we have the biggest consumer spending power at the mm-hmm. moment. However, what we were just talking about is really so important for me to infuse into this into my presentation and truly why they tapped me to speak on behalf of millennials because this is the reality. For marketers, for people who are in sales, are looking to appeal to this generation, sell to this generation, retain talent within this generation, if you don't understand the mindset of this generation, what makes us tick, what we value, then how are you probably going to retain them, engage them, and sell to them? And I think especially for baby boomers and Gen Xers Mm -hmm. who have this preconceived notion of what this generation is all about, which unfortunately are, are negative stereotypes, then they will continue to have problems in retaining talent and growing their company and, 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 and engaging this generation. So, so much of it is actually really diving into the mindset within this generation, understanding our core values, understanding how influencer marketing is so essential, especially in 2017. It's the power of the influencer this year. And truly, so in a nutshell, it's understanding millennial mindset and understanding the power of influencers in the social media space and how we could just further be an asset to your marketing strategy 
I am actually publishing a, a Forbes article right now, The Power of the Micro-Influencer and UGC. UGC is user-generated content, mm-hmm. content that's created by our peers in the social space. We are 70% more likely to purchase or engage in something that our you know, millennial peer has written about or posted about or shared on Twitter or Instagram versus a TV commercial or a billboard or something on behalf of a brand you know, shared through their branded channels. Nice. So there's, it's a different world today, thanks it to is. digital and social and influencers. And, it's a, and it's a, it, the, the shift is here, talking about shifts. And if there's ways to tap this generation to further engage in them and build a community, millennials are craving to become a part of a community. So even if you're, you know, within sales, within sales, make your sales associates a community. How can you, how can you enhance that community? How are you feeding that community? So ultimately, they're feeding you back. That's, that's more than 30 seconds, but in a nutshell. Thank of you. This, this no, thank you so much. I I, I look forward to it. I, I um your your Twitter handle is on the screen. But how else would our listeners, um, if they're not already connected with you, Chelsea? How else can they reach out to you directly? Yeah, well, very easy. All of my social platforms are at Chelsea Cross, and it's K R O S T. My website is Chelsea Cross. Um, so if you could just remember Chelsea Cross, you, you could find me quite easily. Awesome. Thank you so much for being with us today. You have a great Monday, and we look forward to seeing you very soon. All right. Thank you, Chelsea Cross. Thank you guys so much for listening. So we have about a minute left and um, I'm going to go ahead and just land this plane. Incredible. If you basically the, the message that I get from interviewing Chelsea today, and I thank you guys for listening. We've got a great audience today and a lot of shares. Thank you guys so much. But here's the thing. I don't really think they're any different than anyone else. And you know what? You're talking about somebody who was up at, at, at you know, early this morning, I'm sure, getting things going, probably 6, 7 o'clock, hitting the road as far as Chelsea beginning to start her day, has a busy week, probably doesn't have much room in her calendar, and she's a millennial. You're talking about millennials that if you give them the right passion, you give them the right motive, you give them the right training, and, and, and Chelsea brought that up, and really that's a big, big, big deal. You heard that, managers. Look, managers, we need to train. We need to pay attention to this. If we want to move our companies from today into tomorrow, from yesterday to into today, then we have got to embrace this generation. We've got to train them. And here's the thing, instill passion on the inside of them. You'll find, and I'm a living testimony of this, and many of you guys have success stories. I want to hear about them. Post your success stories on Facebook, on this feed. If you're a millennial and you're lighting it up, post your opinion on this feed because it's going to help those that need this. If you want to move to the next level, instill that confidence, that passion, find what moves these millennials, these humans, these people, and you'll find yourself going to the next level. I'll see you next week. Don't, hey, listen, we've got a great show next week. We've got Gretchen Gordon coming on. We've got Ian Swanston, Kim Orleski, Laura Bernard, Tyler Smith. We've got great, great, great guests. You don't want to miss the next weeks to come. I'm Dave Villa. I'll see you next Monday.